0: Hey, it's 420 somewhere, and welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess, and I swear, it seems like there's a new fad to do with your vagina, there's something exciting to do on your vulva. It's always something new, it's always something fun, it's like, there's always something to transform your supposedly useless looking vagina into something societally acceptable. And I have to ask, why? Doesn't it get tiring? Who is the vagina authority? Who are the vagina authorities? Who are the makers of what is in with the vagina and the vulva? Pussy problems and all of this. Anyway, This episode is going to be fun and this particular episode is an episode that has been or is going to be close to my heart if I can get it in one take. (laughs) This is going to be very interesting. The wonderful yet mysterious vagina. Okay, so... Here's to Praying and hoping that this is the final take for this particular episode. I am out of kush Actually, I'm out of cannabis in general not just for the episode. The girl is Rich in the future but not rich at the moment I'm trying to use like stop using negative words if you hear this and you feel inclined to <clears throat> Come and to go fund me in my life. I willingly accept but, back to the wonderful yet mysterious vagina. Well, this could shit, right. There's a lot we think we know about the vagina. See what I said? A lot we think we know about the vagina. But one thing that is, like, certain everywhere is that, um, apparently, the vagina has to be perfect. Vagina vulva. Um... Um, I don't, am I going? I, the, my problem is, I, I do mean the vulva and the vagina in this episode. Just the whole down area, the female genitals. So I am, don't, I know that I'm very specific about, uh, specific about using um, vulva and vagina in the white spaces, but I might get really carried away. Just know I mean all of that down there. Anyway, one thing for certain is that. Like the vagina must be perfect. It has to look perfect. It has to smell right. It, it must not be too dry. Heavens forbid like you're too wet. Um honestly, like some people, some men have a problem when the lady's like too wet, which is like I don't know. So I don't want to say weird. I'm sure try- I'm not trying to use like, but wow. Um we are, not even going to, we are not even going to start talking about grooming the vagina or the vulva. It must be smooth as a baby's bottom. This just I hate that word, like, smooth as a baby's bottom. Just. Reminds me of, like, pedophilic porn. It's very uncomfortable. Um, anyway, it must be well groomed. It must be well groomed often. The vagina must always be healthy. It just has to, like, there are a lot of things that you have to do to make sure your vagina is always a okay always perfect i feel like we focus so much on the perfection of the pussy (laughs) from like a very um like young age from childhood i've been in a world where like i wouldn't say shame as much as a lot of self-consciousness is rooted around like vagina with the vagina um i don't want did i say shame yeah not shame as much as like a lot of rules and guidelines that as a child to me it just it seemed ridiculous and as an adult i find maddening like i don't i don't i i i don't it's just it's anyway relax when i was younger i grew up with aunts who baited me but would tell me to wash myself down there now the problem was um none of my aunts were consistent i had one aunt that would tell me to um use soap lots of soap when i was washing myself down there uh, i had another aunt that would just give me like water and then tell me wash there and then they minute i spent more than i think 30 seconds there she would snap my hand like uh, slap my hand in the bathroom and be like oh stop it don't touch yourself too much i had an aunt that um used to tell me while i was washing you need to get all the dirt out like when you're washing washing like i said that place is always dirty and it will always be dirty so like wash it out like that like there was no set um like time on or, or or way to wash or clean. Everybody had their own way of telling me how to do um how to do my vagina. If I was like basically um maybe I put my hand inside my panties or on top of my panties. I had one particular aunt that would slap my hand. She'd be like, Oh don't touch yourself down there in public you embar- don't bring embarrassment. You want everyone to see she say do you want everyone to see your shame and i just think it's quite funny that i was young and a child and you're already automatically referring to one part of my body as shame i've already been told to wash to wash the dirt down there like it's always going to be dirty it was it was less than 10. how am i like what kind of exercise and i was not even a sports person what sort of exercise am i doing that i need to constantly wash my vagina like as if there's always going to be dirt down there it's just such a negative thing to say to like a child especially about a body part and a lot of times like we don't know or we don't even realize how we've internalized um other people's consciousness about the body and we just it becomes our own (sighs) let me just say that right now as an adult one of the ways i relax is like when i'm reading a novel or something i just i randomly like to um put my hands inside my panties I, i'm not trying to stimulate myself when just i like to leave my hand there it's just warm if i'm not wearing panties i just put my hand in between my thighs like i just like i snap my thighs together and trap my hand in between it's just it just stays there for me it's it's very relaxing and comforting this is not i'm not trying to masturbate i'm not trying to tease myself or anything like that and then when i get like super hairy maybe i haven't shaved in like three months or four months yes we'll talk about that later i get like super hairy then i just like i like to sift it's a weird thing okay if it's not for you that is fine but i i basically like to sift like i like to sift my hand through um my pubic hair like (laughs) a such a weird thing to come to like as if i'm sitting my hand through like hair on my head that's something i do when i'm anxious a lot so I, i'd like to touch my hair so you know, if it's hair on my head or hair <laughs> on my vulva i will touch it was just recently that i started realizing that um one of the reasons like i i touch myself down there a lot and i feel guilty and then i think it was recently i, I remembered that particular aunt that I would snap my hand when i put my my like i should just slap my hand like like you know like a quick tap on the hand when i put my um palm on my vulva. i snapped my hand into my thigh i wasn't doing anything sexual but she was just she was just was so fucking sure i was a bad girl and i was getting me i host a sex podcast now so She'll, she'll be so shocked Like she she'll be so shocked that I'm doing this right now or not Because you know, I'm expected to like you know be a bad girl bring disgrace to my family name and all that bullshit um, Yeah Whether we like it or not the vagina is expected to be perfect all the time every time When I was doing research for um, season three, I have an episode on season three. Start a relationship with your vulva. Um, when I did a lot of like, I did a lot of research. I came across um, a lot of cosmetic procedures that women um, go through to improve the way the genitals lo- look. There are a lot of surgical and non-surgical procedures. In I, I talked about labiaplasty, vaginoplasty, or that is getting the designer vagina. Um, um, hymenization, also known as re-virginizing, and it's a thing. It's, uh, that's just stressful. Um, the O-shot or G-spot amplification, um, clitoral hood reduction, mons pubis reduction, labia brightening, vagina tightening and resizing, like. I talked about a lot of things but i also did research on my own when i was done and like i'm pretty sure i didn't talk about a lot of things there but these are just examples of various procedures if you don't um if you have no idea what i am talking about with these different procedures when i upload this episode don't forget to check out my instagram stories at sex goddess i'm going to be um reposting content regarding labioplasty vaginoplasty harmonization or virginizing and all the last stuff here is just something to note when it comes to women actually when it comes to women's health there is a world of information and knowledge that we simply do not know because there has not been enough research done. So while these procedures exist and have been done on hundreds and thousands of women, I'm not joking, like, yo, man, vagina, like, anything that has to be, like, making perfect vagina is just, like, it's a, it's a money pit. Like, there's a lot of money in there and it's just... get so work I think I just put it myself I get so worked up because it's 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 rooted in a lot of insecurity insecurity about something you cannot control insecurity about it's just most of these procedures are done for like purely cosmetic reasons and Honestly, this is like no shade towards women who have had this procedure done or who are thinking of having this procedure done. I completely understand. Like, there is, like I said in the beginning of this episode, there's a lot of pressure to have the perfect vagina. Not necessarily for yourself, but for the user. Because some of the things i see that like are done on the vagina to the vagina for the vulva on the vulva it's like why are you doing all of those things and i don't want to say this is purely for the male gaze kind of thing i don't want to solely put it on that like oh yeah this is a male gaze kind of thing no i think in general like we are harshly critical of vaginas and other women's vaginas and there is like this this standard that i have no fucking clue like when it started existing and then i realized that if i go back to history i'm I'm not just talking about like um like colonization history because that's something i realized like a lot of people say history and then it stops at like slavery and colonization people don't really make attempts to go um further back beyond that but i understand um to like a lot of history like women of all tribes of all places of all colors have always like kind of gathered together and there must be something going on in like you know it might be the particular way they decide to groom the vagina it might be all oh, these women of this particular tribe let their hair grow out for whatever reason maybe a oh, woman like this like to dye their like their vagina hair like it, it, it's just a lot okay it's just like lot so i understand the pressure of having like this procedures done because you know it doesn't look right and i can't blame you you see shit on tv like um the way the body looks the way when they are oh somewhere in her lingerie and you know the the vagina is like this really cute vulva is like this really cute compound compact thing you know You don't ever see stuff like, okay, one labia is a little bit bigger than the other, or um, your clitoral hood hangs really low, or your month's pubis is short. Like, there are no imperfections or, like, I don't want to say impurities, there are no imperfections. I'm buzzed and I'm tired. No, I'm not tired, I'm strong. Yeah, there are no imperfections when it comes to, like, the vagina in, like, even in, it's not just, like, the way people look. bikinis that are being made the lingerie and underwear that's been made that's why Victoria's secret has um is having a hard time coming back again because for a very long time women whose vaginas were not little and vulvas were not little and thin had been saying hi can you have more material down there to cover like i have some panties that yo like i try and i'm like oh this looks good but then i find that either the the crotch part disappears into those little lips, and it's just that's, that's not right. Just they're not making, they don't even some people don't even make enough materials for like to cover the vulva proper. I just think it's supposed to be skinny and small, like you know. Some people have extra, you know. So for some people, it comes out, it pokes out. Like I like a little bit of coverage. I mean, ideally, is that too much to ask for? Because the vagina doesn't look the same it's not the same thing nobody had not want like it doesn't doesn't look everybody's vagina is different everybody's profile is different i say this all the time on like um this podcast um one thing to also note is that this is something that i i don't know why maybe because I, it didn't apply to me so i it never occurred to me it's not just how you are born that changes the way your vulva, and your vagina looks. Menopause changes the way your vulva, vagina looks. Um, trauma and abuse changes the way your vulva, vagina looks. Um, sicknesses, yeah, there are some sicknesses that just they change the way it looks. Like maybe you had an STI that led to bumps and open sores and wounds. It's gonna, it's gonna change it. Like I'm just saying it's not always going to be perfect some of these procedures that I mentioned before they actually help they help on the vagina they help to um, adjust the way it looks but there is an overwhelmingly amount of products marketed towards women they help in making the vagina fresher newer Better, who the hell is your authority on what is a better vagina like at the moment? honestly i'm pretty sure that right now if there's a procedure something like a bbl to switch or swap out vaginas like a oh swap out your old vagina and get your newer improved better version of a vagina i swear women will make that company richer than black women made fancy billions like i'm just no jokes there's just there is money to be made off of feeding the ins- feeding and encouraging the insecurities of women and their vagina slash vulva, which is fucking ridiculous. Cause there is no perfect vagina. There is no perfect vulva. It's exhausting. Like. There is a lot of self-consciousness and shame in one particular body part. And this is not even, I'm not even going to say, oh, let's blame it on porn because porn is depicting the way a woman's vagina is supposed to look. No, studies and research of like women have shown that women actually list their dislikes about the vulva more than men do. we make sense though we own it but i would think that we would be less critical because apparently women are more readily let me just read this quote women are more readily internalizing Uh, i think i got that wrong did i get that wrong okay apparently women internalize a lot of negative messages and criticisms about the genitals and fixate on them this is not to say that men don't have criticisms Um, this is not that this is not to say that oh every man comes out of the world sure of his dick and its size and everything I'm pretty sure men have their own insecurities as well you know what I should have a podcast dedicated to insecurities men face in the bedroom Oh, that actually sounds like a good title i should write that down somewhere i'm going to write that down somewhere. i have been so creatively like i'm opening my notes because i'm writing shit down so just bear with me i have been so creatively stifled what did i say now um insecurities men face in the bedroom i have been so inspect i've like, been so creatively stifled recently i've been doubting um myself a lot my anxiety has been over the roof it's just been difficult to like do much of my creative shit edit videos and work on my podcast i just i don't um, I don't find joining them as much as I used to. I'm trying, yeah. I, I like, I enjoy this shit. I just want to find ways to enjoy it some more. I know how I can by making this entire process easier, but I'm so stressed. But until I do not have breath in me, I will continue to podcast. I've got lots of amazing opportunities from podcasting. I've I've changed the trajectory of my life, no jokes, because of podcasting and I am I'm very grateful. I'm grateful to everyone who listens, I'm grateful to everyone who just encourages me, the random Instagram DMs, having conversations regarding my podcast, random check-ins, the random reposting and posting my um podcast links it's, just, it's the sweetest thing it makes me feel like i'm not i'm grateful that's all i have to say i am grateful so um like i said apparently women readily internalize negative messages and criticisms about their genitals and fixate on them to which i say welcome to manhood it's honestly incredibly easy to fall victim to these thoughts and sometimes i get like on a level irrationally upset before not anymore i've changed i've like i've i've gotten new information i've absorbed that information it's changed my mindset but i used to get like irrationally upset at women going for cosmetic surgeries on like the vag and vulva because in my head i used to be like are you aware like there's fgm like are you aware that fgm exists fgm is fem- female genital mutilation because like at a glance it looks like i think i'm saying like a lot at a glance it looks like one procedure is carried out without consent and one isn't that's different in fgm and let's say labioplasty or clitoral hood reduction mons pubic reduction all of that um, bullshit vagina tightening reminds me of um that thing that doctors do to women after they give birth I remember I was having this conversation with someone last year, a man, and I was telling him that um, when women give birth, sometimes doctors do something called the husband stitch. He asked us the husband stitch. I was like, that's when they give you an extra stitch or stitches when they are closing up your vagina after you give birth, so you remain tight for your husband. The problem is this is painful for the woman that is just supposed to let her... Vagina heal after bringing out a whole ass human being. Which, by the way, can I just say that I find it incredibly irrational that women are cleared to have sex six weeks after pushing out a whole ass child. Six weeks. Pregnancy is a is is a process birthing is a process and you are telling me it's not even up to two months that a woman should know like i personally find it irrational with well, there's this conversation that's been going on in timeline for a while about um um concerning serena williams retirement from tennis to focus on motherhood and on adventures and i've been seeing a lot of men casually dismiss childbirth as just a normal thing there are lots of things i'm terrified of in my life i'm terrified i'm terrified of being kidnapped and sold to a sex trafficking ring i think that's like almost everyone's fear i'm terrified of um being sexually assaulted like every day that i'm not i'm like hey thank you um i'm also terrified of pregnancy and childbirth like terrified absolutely terrified now my mom had the easiest like of births everybody that knows her talks about how pregnancy was relatively easy for her and how birthing was really she'll tell you how like she had my sister and then she was up the next day she's just that sort of person but then my mom also never had cramps like never had cramps cramps have like cramps my mom and cramps like what's that she just gets her period and she moves and i used to tell myself that man that means that if i decide to give birth, I'm good because I have the absolute worst cramps. They come with everything. It's it. I'm I'm that girl that gets like incapacitated, like the first two days of her period. I don't want to do jack shit. I will actually, absolutely, God, on my way to not do jack shit. I feel it is a crime to make me do anything while I am bleeding, cramping, dying, groaning on my period. The first two days, third day, I am fine. But, like, the first two days, is absolutely no. And she didn't get it. And I kept on telling myself that, man, that means my own birthing process. It was just like, a, like, it was something I saw myself when I was younger. That means my whole my own birthing process is going to be so much difficult. Or more more, more difficult than hers. And the older I got, the more the idea of pregnancy and childbirth, just, it just, it, ran, it just scared me nothing so major it just scared me it Was something that was like i am not interested in doing that unless i have like a guy that is going to be carrying me if, if i want to walk from point a to point b and then i got on twitter and god bless the women that have decided to give us more information about childbirth about how you could dislocate something and you lose your hips and your skin never stays the same color and you could lose your tit and like the more information i get from women who have been pregnant who are pregnant the more honest information i get um after pregnancy people don't tell you oh you have to deal with after birth like it's just the more I am getting visual or like very descriptive um s- do I say symptoms or processes of like the preg sh- 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 when I get more descriptions of like the pregnancy process and childbirth process it terrifies like it terrifies me it terrifies me I I i it's no it's no why did I go here oh yeah we're talking about um, FGM and how it makes me um irrationally upset it used to make me rationally upset when um, at women that chose cosmetic procedures um, randomly when FGM exists like I said FGM is federal female genital mutilation At first glance, you have to realize that for FGM, um, it is predominantly carried out in African or Middle Eastern countries and it's purposefully used to control a woman's sexuality, whereas all these genital cosmetic surgeries or procedures are mainly to improve the appearance of the genitalia. On some level they are like similar because they involve like both of them involve modification of the female genitalia and neither of them are performed for medically justifiable reasons. Like there's no no medically justifiable reason for you to want to do that. that There's no there's no scientific reason that says if you cut off the clit it's going to make her less sexual. There's also no it's just unless in some cases, like there are instances I think it's really Okay, i feel if, if they take this light like i have waited like almost two weeks for this perfect moment i don't have cannabis and i'm depressed as fuck like this better fucking work man except for like reasons that um like from for some reasons like maybe labia didn't grow properly like there are some medical reasons um you might need to get shit done Of over-argental areas, but when there is no medically justifiable reason. And don't just think, like, FGM is carried out by, like, aunties in, like, a dark room or a bunch of, like, or your mom or whatever. Apparently, there's been, a, there's been a recent emergence of the medicalization of FGM being carried out in hospitals by competent medical professionals. So, like, just because there are no medically justifiable reasons to actually carry out these procedures doesn't mean FGM isn't being... Like, at some point now, it's being done, like, by doctors that probably have the same belief or have the same um yeah basically the same belief and mindset that doing or performing fgm on women is actually helping them or helping them become less promiscuous helping them become less sexually inquisitive or some shit like that the major difference here between fgm and this cosmetic procedures is like it's consent was something I i was i really wanted i didn't i don't think i i explained a lot of doing love your vulva because I remember starting a relationship with your vulva when I listened to it, listened to it back. I felt I was coming off as incredibly judgy towards women who were thinking of getting this done or towards women who had gotten this done just because, like, I'm fine with how my vagina looks. Actually, that's not true. I'm not fine with how it looks once in a while, like I'd be like, okay, it could look like, but then i have to catch myself and be like, it could look like, but it doesn't. This is like, this is you. But then, what does your vulva look like? Don't just look at it from like on top and like, oh, when you're wearing a pad, like, what does your vulva look like in the mirror? Like, have you seen the mechanics of it opening up and closing? Have you seen or your clitoral hood is supposed to look like like do you look at your vulva and I feel like you should look at your vulva and appreciate it more just that's just step one but I'm skipping I am skipping uh major difference is consent while some women that like older undergo FGM sometimes the husbands request it i used to know i think it was one book or it was an article i was reading of like this particular tribe that when you're getting married your husband um if you have not gotten like circumcised your husband would ask that you be circumcised so you never cheat on him or some shit like that like i know or, or it's it's not just like circumcised as much as demutilation yet they mark your vulva or vagina so that you never cheat your husband towards some jazz or some shit like that man i just started thinking about like that time like if you're set just girls getting pepper in their vagina it has to be like a torture too. you can't tell me otherwise anyway when these women are going for these operations and these surgeries and this it's really raining heavily now and these procedures do they perform Or do they go into these procedures with knowledge like is it coming from a place of knowledge when they are when all these procedures are going are you coming really armed with knowledge i'm not just talking about knowledge about the procedure that you're going for what's supposed to do are you coming with knowledge that the human vulva is not supposed to look the same that human vulva is supposed to look different i feel like i'm rushing this episode now but yes let's not even begin to go into maintenance of the poussoir, according to scotty i saw a TikTok somewhere of like a girl who was like oh how i keep my kitty cat fresh and she said acv and mustard boric pills and a bunch of things and she was like mix everything up into a paste keep it in the vagina for one hour wash it out and you're good as new and i'm like uh, do you know the word do you know i, I dare you okay i dare you google any fruits any fucking fruits in the world and somehow i promise you when you are going through like the um you can just ask any fruit. can guova be used to vagina can watermelon be used to vagina can amaluma be used to vagina mangoes man like every fucking fruit like there is somewhere somehow like a home remedy involving fruits and your vagina like i'm just i'm not even going to get started on like uni pearls that are supposed to do i'm not talking about like kegel balls i'm talking about those ones that are supposed to like 12 things at once tighten your vagina kill infection make you wet make you like a 20 and i'm like (sighs) Let's not even begin to talk about those douching products you all swear by. I mean, one minute I did not know honey pots. Like that's the thing. Every year, every 3 years there's a company that promises that this is the best best treatment for your vagina since the minute you start breathing air. Now all I see online is generally both pills by the bottle. Oh, some women oh you take boric pills every day i'm like ah, these are things that are supposed to be prescribed by a pharmacist or a doctor you don't even see doctors for your vagina you see instagram vendors and websites like should i make it make sense Kayamata mata the pussy tightener, the ones that they sell, that they'll be like, Oh, it's going to make you slippery. And then they start drawing things. Okay, I'm like, Honest to God, sweetheart, that you are entering the idea. Do you really want your vagina to be drawing like okra? Like, what's the appeal in having your vagina draw like okra? Me, Alexandria, I want to know. Like, I'm curious. Um this is not like me being shaming, I'm I'm curious. And like if you've used any of these things before and they work for you, please send me a DM because I don't want it to be I don't live on an island. These people are selling these products, um cookie pills, pussy cookie kitty pills. <sighs> Vajashaw putting lemon on a freshly waxed pussy, like what the fuck? It's just, it's just a lot, okay? It's a lot. They, they, I've not even begun to start thinking of like hair remover. Are you a waxing girl? Do you use rib- razors or creams? Like, it's exhausting. I'm shouting because the rain has started in NS. It's exhausting that we do all of this and then we don't even let the vagina and the vulva breach. We don't even look at her. We don't even say hi because guess what? She's going to act up when you change your detergent, when you change toilets, when you change partners. Infections has to be, are to be expected. You're a sexually active adult, Abby. Expect BV. Expect yeast infections and STI. It is not going to look perfect. It is not going to be perfect 100% of the time But you've got to remember to let the vagina and the vulva breathe It's not going to be perfect It's going to be you I can preach this as much as I can um until we learn to be kind to our vaginas and our vulvas it's not going to stop you from giving your money to like the next uni pearl seller the next vagina tightener man i just it... and that's the thing with like women and our and our and pussy problems is that there's not a lot of research going on to half of these things 90 percent yeah i stand by 90 percent of these things that we are doing to our vaginas and our vulvas i mean there is a lot more extensive research on erectile dysfunction than there is on like pcos and demitres that's just right that's i'm going a completely different level i'm just saying lot of things we do have such a negative side effect and the vagina and the vulva is so fucking delicate it's so temperamental it's it's sensitive it's fussy and we, we we do a lot I was seeing this conversation or this discourse on why on um um sixteen year old girls getting waxes and how it's not sexual and I was like I know some people are complaining that oh well sixteen year old girls are not thinking of how to get rid of it. I'm like because that's the world we're in. The minute I started growing, like, hair proper down there, I was given a razor. I tried using a razor to shave, and I don't know how you're supposed to do it. Somehow, I shave, I leave, like, I leave my, like, my, my mouth clean, and then the lips itself, I kind of leave the hair. It's really weird sometimes when it's quite difficult until I start waxing. But I use razor once, and, um, razors don't work for me. They give me, like, burns and shit like that. But for some people, getting rid of hair in general does not work they have ingrown hairs but they continuously get rid re- like if you get rid of hair with wax you get re- you get um bumps and bruises if you get rid of it with razor use razor buns if you use cream you burn yourself maybe that's telling you not to play with your vagina anymore like let the hair grow i understand that it might just be don't let it be bushy but trim all the time but hair sometimes act as a protective barrier but we are so fucking conditioned to like strip everything away and be as hairless as a baby's bottom. be having conversations about 16 year olds and the way they want to get rid of their hair like i i i remember my mom telling me oh don't get rid of your hair on your leg the minute you start getting rid of her on your leg it's going to start growing and i used to tell my i, I will ask her how about the hell on my like on my vag how is that all going to grow and she will tell me um as long as I don't have sex with a guy, the hell my vag won't grow like that. But the minute I start having sex with a guy, is going to grow. Those sort of silly misinformation really makes up a lot of bullshit that we're like... You know what? For the next generation of people that are going to have children and bring children into this world, can you try to give them sex education? And I'm not just talking about saying abstinence vibe and leaving it at that. that talk to them about masturbation talk to them about pleasure let them know that it is their body their choice not what people are telling them it feels like because we give into a lot of peer pressure when it comes down there man i remember when i was in uni i tell the story all the time i never douched before there was absolutely nothing wrong with my vagina i just decided i mean i figured i was an adult so i should be douching and i was fucking. i should be douching and then i used one douching product and it dried up my vagina dried up my vagina that inside like where penis is winter was now like i had like cuts And any woman that has ever cut herself or had like a cut in her vagina knows that she takes forever to heal, man. It takes and it hurts like a motherfucker. Like it Anyway (laughs) I'm just saying. I dried up my vagina, it made sex horrible, I cut in my vagina, I I used the product only twice and I quit. But that's the thing, I was able to figure out quite easily that, oh this was doing this, how about people that um, the product or the actions of this product are slow to act and you've used them and they've built up, it's just, it's a lot man, it's pussy problems pussy 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 problems hyperpigmentation is very normal like what it's still so annoying how like there is so much money to be made off of like insecurities Pigmentation You have um, vagina lightning, that's why some who f- just finished waxing they will not steam the vagina and be putting lemon, lemon, lemon as per natural bleaching agent. Lemon, ah, man. please be careful. Try to be kind to your vagina if you can't be kind to your vagina. Try and make sure that people don't make money off of your insecurities, just saying. There is no ending to this episode, I don't have some kumbaya moment, I just really wanted to rant about pussy problems. Like i said before if you've used any of these products and they work for you please let's talk i'm not judging i'm curious like i want to know like i want to step by step yo i i want i want to be talked through the entire thing how did it happen how much did you use when did you stop like what do your partner say what do you say like I want to know so don't hesitate Hit me up on instagram at sex positive goddess one word no underscore i also have an amazing tiktok account where i post sex positive content at sex positive goddess same thing one word no underscore also on twitter at sex sativa one word no underscore thank you so much for listening to this amazing episode of sex and sativa with alex i still remain your amazing favorite sex positive goddess bye for now